Hello. Welcome back to 10 Straight Hooligans. Wow, it's been about a month since I got to say that. I'm your host, John Dunning, uh, from this very channel. I usually host this show, uh, but I took a little vacation, and it was a nice, not really well-deserved, but well-taken-care-of by by the other hooligans. Uh, they didn't burn the, the, the entire thing down. Unfortunately, uh, we will proceed. But before I go around telling everyone about the the panel that's that's we have so many so much news so much things to go over uh and and for but first things first please head on over to cardsphere.com they're simply the very best place to buy sell and trade your paper magic the gathering cards online uh and they sponsor this show so we really appreciate that also head on over to inkgaming.com you could enter a promo code hidemindmtg to receive 10% off your purchase you could directly support this this show and everything else we got going on in this channel uh by becoming a patreon uh, a patreon on a patron on patreon. patreon sure i'm not even drinking yet <laughs> welcome back john uh yeah do all those things but uh let's go around the table let's introduce uh johnny the producer thank you so much for for holding it down these past two weeks it was it was magnificent it was great i'm so glad it's over <laughs> <laughs> no, seriously, you and Coach did such a phenomenal job. I, I was almost like, you know, considering an early retirement. <laughs> so that would mean I would be I would be the second string quarterback instead of the third string, where I'm very comfortable at. You're slowly you're slowly outliving us like a cockroach, Coach. <laughs> but hey, there's Coach from the Card Bazaar coming off of another incredible thing that we're going to be talking about later. Uh, but uh, again, thank you as much as I'm thanking Johnny the producer. Thank you for holding it down, dude. You're welcome. Anytime. Yeah. Well, I, we <laughs> threw you a Hail Mary past you talking about the 3D printing stuff. That That is true. I mean, that was having having Kyle on was, was pretty badass. Oh, was, hey, Johnny, afterwards, so you need to send me, a, you need to send okay. me a, yes. your address so I could send this beast of a printer to you the one i'm not using anymore so you could play with it all right Just i'm saying. gonna make tons of sapperling tokens there hey. we go all right go so now let's uh let's introduce our two special guests uh back from the dead maybe <laughs> that's maybe me. oh my god hey who? what's up man yeah i know who uh, <laughs> it was just uh, a work trip <laughs> i'm kind of back from the dead back from the stay away no yeah and it's um yeah, it's pod. I just miss podcasting more than anything, and I miss you guys. Aww. And um, oh, can I mention real quick something that I'm trying to work on? Some Please. new content that I'm trying to work on. So, does it involve I, me? Ooh, it no. could. What? It could. It could involve you. You didn't um, ask. <laughs> didn't even ask. So, one thing I am actually trying to work on. I'm still researching this, and I'm still trying to work it on my own. Is I did mention in one of my episodes my quote-unquote farewell episode that i'm trying something new i'm actually going to try my hand at writing adventure modules for DD, and i just Hell wanted yeah. to announce that it's awesome man thank you for choosing this platform to announce that you oh, totally you totally need to ask me about that <laughs> stuff now <laughs> now i'm curious uh, but so much more. There is, uh, you know, I'm introducing everyone, but there's so much more to go over with with the the certain panel we have, and our last special guest. Uh, I'm sorry, everyone. This is a special guest for the very last time, and that is PK. So uh, thank you for joining us uh, tonight as, as a, a guest yeah. spot. Thank you so much for asking me. I I love guesting. I have enjoyed it all the times I've been on. So I just, I really appreciate it. It's been great. It's been a good run. 
It's been a good run. Your guessing run has been a great run. So uh, let's jump right in. Well, before we jump right into it, I, you know, talking big announcements. Well, I, I well, have to, hold I have to drink do, do we here. also want to mention what we're going to be doing once a month now too? Oh yeah, we're going to get into all the whole new schedule. Okay, every, okay, every, cool, This cool, whole cool. thing is, cool, is cool, blowing cool, up. Cool, cool, we're cool. blowing this shit up, cool, folks. Cool, cool, cool. Uh, but I am drinking uh, a Cycles Gladiator can of Pinot Noir tonight. So this is like three glasses of wine in a can, and we all know what happens oh, when John God. drinks wine. Oh, wow. <laughs> Wait, Pinot Noir is not my low. Okay, you, you're probably okay. Anyone else have a, a special guest to help them through this monumental well, episode? I uh, ate everything already, so I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> I was waiting. I was hungry. Like, Excellent. Uh, Did you have chicken nuggets? No, I had chicken wings, but oh. it was close. That's still a game. Yeah. Zuby, you on that good. Aquafina? <laughs> no, I'm actually on a Coke Zero because I need the caffeine. There you go. PK, you're the only other one uh, joining me in this mess, right? Yeah, always. <clears throat> Excellent. I what do you got? Track. You want to name drop what, what, what you're drinking? Oh, it's just my usual Apothic Inferno. There you go. A little yep. bourbon barrel. I get yep. it. I get it. All right. So let's uh, jump right into our... Oh, you can't... Really, oh, gonna, I'm sorry, gonna, Johnny. Oh, oh my yeah. God. What is that? Oh, my God. oh this what is... What the hell? Tomatin is a Highland... It, you know, when, when it comes to single malt, you, you, this is budget. Like, this one's under 40, which is really cheap for, for single malt. So Put that up in the camera again. We were all gasping. Tomatin. Yeah. Scotch whiskey. <gasps> yeah. So how much ass does it Tomatin. taste like? <laughs> <laughs> no, not, it's not so much. This is one of like sometimes there's some whiskeys where you need to cut them with some water, and yeah. this is definitely one of them that like smells it out and it actually it really rounds it out and takes kind of takes the fire out of it. Good so, earthy taste. Sure. On a it's scale of, like of a, ass to to campfire, where is it? Oh, it's it's <laughs> not quite campfire, but well above ass. Okay. Is it peated? Okay. Of course yeah, it's peated. It's single malt oh. scotch. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, gosh, yeah. All right. Okay, so announcement number one, as we've stated, uh, so so Zuby is is back, uh, but Zuby is is going to be joining us for at least our our once a month D and D campaign. That's right, Christopher Walken Elf is coming back. All the crazy uh, your your uh, Johnny's Rakdos dude and and coaches. Azorius Richter. Richter. Yeah, yeah. Se sexualized Azorius Tasmanian. He will be back soon. <laughs> <laughs> oh god yes uh so that is all coming back and that is going to be that's uh zuby stepping into that specialized role of dming that uh and he and you will be back from time to time on the main show yeah. as well yeah because i i am traveling more so at least when i'm not traveling as much or not busy with work so right it's gonna do my best Absolutely. Um, we also have, uh, you know, we've been running since Zuby uh, like officially kind of stepped away uh, for being one of the, the permanents. We've kind of played around with the idea of having more content creators on uh, at a time. And it's been really great. But I feel like this definitely needs to be a solid quartet. Um, so uh, kind of announcing the reason why this is uh, uh, PK's final guessing spot is please uh, welcome our new permanent hooligan, uh, Pixie Kitten. Yeah. I'm so excited. I'm going to be here every time. Y'all yes. are eventually going to get real sick of me. I'm just <laughs> calling it now. Oh, snap. Uh, yeah. 
I think I think it was a, a slam dunk decision because I, not only uh, are we just all so old and grizzled as far as especially so jaded with the game, you're just like a fresh take and, and you're just like your channel's blowing up, you're on fire, you're you're doing great stuff, and I just think that you are crazy enough to hang with us. So uh, looking forward to having you aboard each and every week. Yeah, I'm so excited. I can't wait. I just. I don't even know what we're going to talk about, but it's going to be great. We're going to have fun. Yay. So yeah. much wine drank awesome. on the show now. Yes. <laughs> Lots of wine. Um, Snobs. I know, right? So that that's, so the schedule basically is going to be two like main and, – and, of course, it's going to fluctuate a little bit, but two main – 10 Street Hooligans, where we, we're talking about, you know, the normal shows where we're talking about magic, we're talking about what's going on in the world of magic, all that great stuff, one D&D campaign, and then I do want to squeak in one Supreme Verdict, which is kind of our rip-off show of, like, the movie fights that you saw where uh, Jason Alt completely waxed Johnny Slivers, but Coach really hung in there. <laughs> <laughs> Barely. Wasn't, it wasn't even a fight. It was like, why was I even there? No, yeah, it was that was interesting. Uh, Tybalt's man, hashtag why Tybalt? Yeah, <laughs> why not? Twenty four copies. Why not Tybalt? Uh, hey, I got a Tybalt. Oh, look at look I'm at you! Sorry, name dropping. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this was actually good. You know, people are so <laughs> jaded about the. Really they're is. like, it's like actually, just yeah, it's actually fruit. decent. People are like, oh, Tybalt, he's, he's like a lesser rabble master, rabble, what is it, from M15. The yeah. one that people are like, oh, this is garbage, and then some pros broke it. It's like, now it's a $20 card. No, Tybalt won't get the 20 but, um, you know, he kind of does a similar, whatever. I'm it, it's it. pretty good in mono red, I, I will admit. I've, pl- uh, I've tried it out. How much is foils of that thing? Can we look that up? Uh, it's like a dollar or two. At most. Really? Foils are that low? Here. Yeah. All right. Uh, second, second big, I guess. So that's the schedule. The other announcement is this is the last time that this show is going to look like this in theory, but we're moving over to a higher power system. Uh, so it's going to have a lot more bells and whistles. It's going to look more like a TV program. Uh, we just had a couple hiccups. That's why it isn't that this time, but uh, from this show is going to be, uh, it's, it's just going to look a lot better going forward. Uh, for for the live show and it's going to be every single week so we are not taking any time off if one of us breaks a leg or something that's why we have four perm four and a half perms if you count zuby uh we will be and of course we're still going to have uh content creators large and small on here to to talk and to and to do the show um because yeah i think we've all kind of Reinv- not reinvested, uh, but invested our, our time, energy, sweat, tears, uh, and all the other goo that comes out of a human body into Ew. into this oh. show. So. Too far. Ew. How far are you into that can? Seriously. <laughs> Jesus, it's only been like not even five minutes. Right? A couple slugs. A couple slugs from it. Um, off the rails, everyone. I feel like we're, we're missing something. Are we missing something? Um, as far as announcements go, you got the new look. You got D and D. You got yeah. Pixie. Yeah. Um, We're gonna talk about my stuff like near the end, I guess. That's right. Charity. <laughs> Charity. Charity, yeah. Now there we can just have a normal show. Yeah, there it is. We're oh, we're oh, we almost messed it up, but here we go. Let's see what. Am I sharing the screen yet? Where's Where's the button? Uh, while, while Johnny's uh, fumbling through that, I just want to say hi to everyone in the chat. Uh, Mr. Ted Rodney from Cardsphere, Kitchen Table Commanders here, Brett, uh, Spike Feeders, tra- Trap, what's up? Uh, Hank, uh, my sister, hey, 
Debbie, what's up? Um, <laughs> Booster Therapy's here. I haven't seen them. Um, Mana Lords, uh, Dr. Efren, Pack Crack Fever. So hello, everybody. And uh, oh, yo, 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 Mr. Eric Williamson. So uh, hello, chat. All right. So the, the other announcement here, we've got the Brain and Behavior Research Foundation. Uh, Brain and Behavior Research Foundation is committed to alleviating the suffering caused by mental illness by aware awarding scientific research grants that will ultimately enable people to live full, happy, and productive lives. Donate buttons right here, and rather than spend that money on a booster pack, go and throw them a little bit and help a good cause. Very nice. The Brain Behavior Research Foundation. Is this just for children or for everybody? Everybody. This one's everybody. For everybody. Perfect. All right. Uh, let's kind of jump into the regular topics then. Uh, and that I think the most blaring one that's been happening over the couple, you know, last couple of days, I, I don't want to say I started it or, but I, I feel like I kind of fueled some of the fire and that is you started it. Good yeah. old R yeah, you started slash it. magic Reddit. Mm. Darn it's, the best. it's just the best, right? Um, so I put up a hive mind video the other day uh from spice eight rack that's the most popular uh one of those series so i mean connor is just the best he's a madcap crazy son of a bitch and i love him for it um but i put that up on on reddit and how dare you I, how dare i i got a i got a 14 day spanking uh so i'm not allowed to post anything <laughs> on reddit for 14 days uh stuff ensued professors got involved uh mana leak versus uh i don't know if you guys saw that but mana leak no, i versus, didn't see that part yeah the uh the the main moderator was just brilliant i mean they, it is going crazy and there seems to be and something that i'll even admittedly say that i was surprised that there seems to be quite a bit of content creators like an exodus going to going over to to uh the the we are mtg subreddit uh, uh originally posted by jungle fiverr so uh everyone's kind of kind of going over there so let's just talk about so some thoughts on the subreddit uh, and i'm gonna read the the moderator's response to to kind of the, the big nuke that went off. But first, let's get your guys' thoughts on it. Well, I don't use Reddit because I think it's terrifying and I don't want to hear what um, internet trolls have to say about me. So I've never tried to use Reddit. But I, I mean, I'm open to it if there's a more content creator friendly Reddit out there. So I hope it works out. So have you have you never posted to Reddit or never went on Reddit before? No, no. Mm -mm. Yeah, no. It was it was the final frontier for me. I mean, I mean, I don't have a Snapchat because I'm just like way too many decades on this earth to have a Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs> but like Reddit was like the final frontier, and I just feel like it's just such a necessary evil, especially it in is. like the movie. If you're in the movie subgenre or, or any of these other subgenres, not just the magic subgenre, it just getting otherwise you're just screaming into the ether and no one sees your shit half the time because YouTube yeah. is such a does a piss poor job of getting you into the algorithm correctly if you're if you're a small fish in this giant ocean. So yeah. I, I found that 
Reddit was just a way to at least get your name to other audience members because we could all post to, to Twitter all the time. But what I found is I have just about as much subs as I have on on YouTube as I have uh, uh, Twitter followers. And I feel like every time I post something on Twitter, I'm just telling my buddies about it. And yeah, mm -hmm. some of my buddies have a bigger following than I do and they could share it and, and all this. But I feel like if you want to tap into that broader ocean of, of just players or, or non-content creators, Reddit is kind of the way to do that. And, uh, and it's, um, I mean, you're right. You hit the nail on the head for that because it's, I mean, with YouTube, you either get super lucky, like you make a video and it just hits the algorithm at the right time and you get, you know, thousands of views on it and people find you from there on, or you start doing the grind, which Reddit is a part of. And I think I've mentioned before on 10 street hooligans or somewhere that, you know, when I've posted my D and D, my little D and D podcast to D and D subreddits, I don't get anywhere near the vitriol that I do with any of the magic subreddits, especially the main magic subreddit. The D&D community seems so open to content creators. And but then if you try to post it on our magic TCG, it's either like you say, you're going to get banned or people are just going to rip you apart up and down. And then mm -hmm. I think a lot of this started because of that state of the subreddit post, right? Where they're talking right. about how there's not enough content. And then people are just like, well, yeah, no shit. Cause you banned all the content. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, coach, you, I forgot, were you banned or not? Or you were, you were temp banned for a while, right? Uh, no, I was, no, I'm banned. Um, oh, wow. and then, <laughs> so I have someone posting my stuff on my behalf. So as far as I Which know, could get them banned too, if they find that, find that out, this is, this is true. But so far, like the, post they did for my last video on sunday it had like 60 upvotes and it's still there so um it's it had i guess their account has been touched so i mean that i guess got through the ether like untouched weirdly enough so yeah. we're talking about this like uh, it's still in there but i guess talk about this someone someone in the chat is like ban this guy now <laughs> get rid of him. Well, here, here's the thing, too. It's the, it's going off this archaic 9-1 rule. And something that I wasn't aware of that that the Mana League pointed out, you know, I want to give the credit to him, uh, is that a lot of the other subreddits that still uh, employ this really archaic rule, this 9-1 rule, and basically what the 9-1 rule is, if you post a link to something of your content, an outside source, whether it be an article that you have done, a YouTube video, anything like that. If you post some kind of outsourced link, then you need to follow that or actually uh, predate that with, uh, if that's the right word. Uh, but before you post yours, you have to have nine other posts that don't have that. You just need to be like, here's a, here's a picture. Cause I guess pictures are okay. So well, here's a picture of me playing cards or here's, well, it, it's not so much of that. I think that also refers to actually posting comments as well, too, like trying yeah. to be but interactive not, in the community. But that's what I'm saying. That's they, yeah. that is not true. That is not the case because that's what I thought was the comments counted, but they don't. 
they have to be posts. And that's what Manalik pointed out in his argument huh. with the with the moderator, because that's what I always did. And I was that's why I was so dumbfounded, because I'm like, every time I do post to the, the main subreddit, I've always followed that up with nine posts, whether those be those force you to be so like vanilla about it. If you're if you're in a time crunch or yeah. whatever, you're just like, hey, nice post, dude. Hey, nice, you know, Afghan <laughs> with the mana symbol on it. Uh, it. It's just it's makes you come off so disingenuous about the 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 nice comments that you're supposed to be making but no yeah. those don't count and that's why i got shut down for for my temp ban huh that's interesting because i mean i've been banned from our magic tcg before i think when i first started the podcast uh, magic wazubi and um it's but then i don't know what happened where because well, one i don't really post on there too much but i definitely post a lot more on the rpg and D subreddits more than anything so may maybe they look at that because when I once in a great while post something magic related, they see that instead. I don't know. Do do you also act? Are you active in other subreddits on Reddit, or is it just the magic one? I got shut down on our movies, which is the big, which is the art the for biggest your, movie one for your uh, director's cut for the directors for just posting links to director's cut. But they didn't have a nine one rule. They didn't temp ban me. They didn't warn me. It was just one day I posted something and boom, I got the ax. Can't do anything about it. Other people post my stuff. Thank God on, on that, uh, which kind of helps out. However, yeah. there's, there's another, there's a, there's a good alternate subreddit for movies and that's true <laughs> film. The only difference is you have to accompany every link with a, at least 600 character written post about it. So you'll see if once I post one of the director's cuts, I write a giant fucking article Jesus. to go. Oh <laughs> but but if I didn't, director's cut would get like, at, at you know, at, right now it would get half the views if that. Uh, so you, that's what I'm saying. It's just this fucked up, like necessary evil that all these hoops that we have to jump through, um, which which kind of gives me uh, or wants me to to read his response. And I'm not going to read the entire. Uh, response that this moderator gave um i'm not even gonna say his name i don't even want to give him that much um but this is just the subsection of him talking about content creators uh and i'll just start this paragraph is uh the first thing is simply the reddit can ban you site-wide if you abuse the platform for free advertising this is a thing we've seen actually uh actually happen to magic content creators it's a thing i also mod where just this week i noticed a guy who's been warned multiple times about spamming this is not me because i've never been warned uh youtube tutorials uh is now site-wide shadow ban reddit itself instantly hides all his posts uh and th this is this is the the main mod for the subreddit and if you think we're difficult to deal with well, you obviously never try to work with Reddit site staff and getting something fixed. True story. A while back, I got an email from a Reddit recruiter about a developer job that had opened generally. Yada, yada, yada. He goes into this bullshit. Anyway, yeah, we're hard asses on the spam guidelines. We're probably always going to be hard asses on the spam guidelines. <laughs> it's that or sit by a group of people who are even more inscrutable and unaccountable than we are. If you're a magic content creator and you think you prefer that, you're welcome to your opinion. But if we slap a ban on you, then at least A, we can lift it if you show you're willing to change your behavior. And B, there are other subreddits you can try your luck with. If you if uh, Reddit slaps a ban on you, you're done. I feel like we need to make a commercial with John doing a voiceover yeah. and me putting up pictures like for, for next week. Just talking so about good. this. Can, can I jump in here? This That paragraph and then 
paralleled with their statement, oh, by the way, we're having problems with not enough content. Mm. Are you kidding me? Are you <laughs> kidding me? They're so protecting hang on a second. us. Gonna, They're protecting us. You're gonna what you're snarking. not getting. So he, this guy sounds like he's snarking and condescending one person in one breath. But on the other hand, their subreddit thread has an issue with a lack of content. And I, uh, this is this is my thing with with Reddit, like the TCG subreddit. I have just been, I've heard these stories over and over and over. And I saw, I think Tasty jumped in there, and he was, you know, going fisticuffs verbally with people. And and they're coming up with this. Well, if somebody's being a d bag, or they're using this, isn't even about foul language or abusing people. These are just content creators trying to post. And here's the thing: this nine one rule. This is probably something from back in the day when they did have issues with people just spamming the, the channel with the, their subreddits with whatever. Like this is probably something that lots of the subreddits needed to deal with because this was a, how long has Reddit been around? Like a since, while, right? Since about 2009 or 2008, I think. It's only 09? Eight, uh, or, really? Or I, I think, it, or maybe 2007, something like that. So That's I don't know how, I don't know how long the Magic TCG subreddit has been in existence, and it baffles me why Wizards of the Coast. They, this is their official like ten years. avenue. Ten years. They, this is their official avenue for feeding information to the internet. Maybe back in 08, their budget wasn't that great. Like they didn't have the staffing, they didn't have the resources to put the kind of time and effort into. So they needed a low overhead kind of avenue. Okay. Fine, I get it. This is before Zendikar. This is before they were making millions on millions of dollars, and they just definitely uh, they didn't have the you know the budget for it. But at the same time, now this is 2019, and if Reddit is their official line, I, anyway, I'm on a tangent here. So the point is, I don't think this is the place for content creators. You know, I I don't think, but but that, where is though? Because Reddit is one of the most viewed websites on the internet. Um, not this subreddit, but we. I but, asked. I was at. This is what I when I saw this. I was asking like, why why are we having this debate anymore? This has been years on years, and it's just been an issue. And I need to uh, anyway. I gotta but, step away for but, a minute. But, I'll be back in a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. I just no. I mean, just trying to play devil's advocate here. Where do we as content creators go and post our content? If I mean, I'm not saying we just post it just on Reddit, but for Magic, for instance, where else is there? The, the only other place I can think of is MTG Salvation, and that place is way dead than what it used to be five years ago. Right, right, right. So where else do we go? I mean, we can create other subreddits. There is We Are MTG subreddit, which is really awesome. But let's be honest here that I don't want that kind of subreddit just to turn into where content creators post their content and boom, leave. And that's it. Because that's kind of, to me, that's how I don't feel what the point of that subreddit is, where they just post and leave. Because I've seen that way too many times with other subreddits. So what else can we do? We have the Magic TCG subreddit, which it's such a crapshoot whether or not you're even going to be quote unquote allowed for your content, right? So well, what else no do we do? No one's even happy with what's on there. Uh, I've seen in this thread people complaining that they don't want to see content anyways. They just want to see things about the posts about game or the game itself and, and how tos and tutorials. Um, but then you get flooded with 
pictures of cupcakes and and which is fine. Yeah. Like I think that you know what one person in the sub in the comments said this isn't even about magic anymore. It's about things about magic. It's about people making stuff about magic and but that's fine. Like if it's the broad. Uh, and even the moderator, to be fair, the moderator said in the context where he's just like, if you're looking for a more specialized experience, then go to these. Th there are these other smaller subreddits yeah. where they're more focused. And I and I, I agree. I absolutely agree. Um, but the magic main subreddit should be just that it should be pictures should be everything of, it should be absolutely everything. Absolutely. Uh, I want to read two more short paragraphs. Uh from this gentleman, uh, he says, there are other constraints like spam filters, tendency to eat crowdfunding links, and the way certain people and campaigns cough. He had to put a cough in there, in parentheses. <laughs> John Avon's Kickstarter cough uh, have really abused this place in the past, dot, dot, dot. But those three are the big ones. Personally, I'd love to publish a new policy, do an amnesty where we lift all the current spam bans and see how things go from there. But figuring out a policy isn't the necessary first step of that. We'll keep working on it in our mod inbox, which anyone can send messages to if even they're banned. And this comment thread are open to suggestions, unless you're banned because you can't comment. Uh, <laughs> also, <laughs> just uh, be aware. Oh, here we go. Just be aware that if your idea of making suggestions also involves lobbing a bunch of insults and abuse at us we're probably not going to bother reading it uh and then he sticks his uh finger in his or his thumb in his mouth and you know holds his ear down um no <laughs> I, I made that part up but uh so it's just such a and in there like go if you want to see more in depth about about the response and, and the comment interactions, especially the great ones between this gentleman and the Mana League, please, uh, you know, go do that. It's kind of the yeah, pen main uh, post. Um, but it's just a lot of, I, I guess, like John Avon did like some crowdfunding thing. And I guess Seb McKinnon just did one as well, which although he contra this gentleman contradicts himself and says, oh, that, that John Avon, J John Avon one kind of left a bad taste in my mouth. But the Seb McKinnon one wasn't as bad. So I guess Seb McKinnon didn't get bad, but John Avon did. And then, yeah, which is <clears throat> weird because that, that sort of stuff. Yeah. Okay. They post it with the intent of trying to gain money for it but what if it's something people actually genuinely like and they want to buy right and everyone's got a fucking patreon nowadays yeah it's yeah you can't say well, well I, people... I feel patreon is different compared to kickstarter because kickstarter you're sure. trying to sell a product right, right. and yeah. to, to me if i see a really cool kickstarter like i'm gonna jump on that like how many coach how many times have you seen awesome Kickstarters for D&D &D stuff that I see posted on Reddit? I've bought like, I don't know how many things from Kickstarter. And if they don't, if they want to try to ban Kickstarter links on Magic, then fuck them. They're, I mean, well, that really sucks. But <laughs> yeah, fuck they, you anyway. They, there's there's some really good Kickstarters that show up like at least once a week, I think, for D&D. &D. Oh, yeah. If it's magic at all, why why isn't it okay is, is my thing. And, uh, and to force interaction... To force this nine-one rule, uh, whether it be with comments or not, you know, someone made a suggestion. Uh, they they kind of conceded to the point. They said, if you made it comments, then yeah, it still sucks because it still makes us be disingenuous uh, about looking at these other things. You know, on on the flip side, playing devil's advocate in, in for Reddit, they they just are just like, well, you were just all using this for free advertising, but. 
it's kind of like in the spirit of what the Reddit, the subreddit is, it's to promote Magic the Gathering. It's to promote Magic the Gathering content and everything in between. So yes, the more people getting these views and, and using your platform as advertising gets eyeballs back to your website. So why, what, what is, what's the, it's a power play, right? I mean, it is, it's yeah. as much as they want to say, we don't, you know, um, Oh, what's the, uh, what's the word? Like not banned, but, um, the approved, as much as they want to say they don't have quote unquote approved content creators they like, it's true. They do. It's um Yeah. There's a lot of favoritism. It's oh yeah. Very sure. clear. And I don't even use it. And the deal is, like, if, if you really want to just go about it, like every, like I'll I'll post PK stuff. PK will post coach's stuff. Coach will post Zuby's stuff. And and, and in theory, that's what you should be doing because they want you it's just like, okay, so Bye. if I post someone else's link then that's okay well yeah but, because but if they find out you're doing that right you'll get banned habitually right yeah of course and, and they and they basically say you know everyone's just like well who's this sounds very arbitrary it sounds very dirty who is watching this and then he states in the article or in the response uh we lean a lot towards people reporting so you know i guess someone because this is this is how I got banned from the the movie subreddit. I even saw this this is a known spammer. They they said and they linked to my my last like ten posts. I'm like, wow, you took whoever you are, Mister Man or Miss Lady. You really took a lot of time to uh, put all my videos together and say I'm a big mm -hmm. spammer. And I even respond. I'm like, I, I actually love talking movies. So if if you would like to you know comment back and and we'll talk about it, I'll, I'll answer. Every single comment I've I've ever posted on Reddit, and I have you like I have proof, um, but it's it's just such a weird thing. It's just like, and someone even said that as a response to this, where they're just like, so if I post another content creator thing, they're like, yeah, do that, and that also counts as one of your one of the nine. So you just got a circle. They just want a circle jerk instead of <laughs> masturbation. I don't know. <laughs> Okay. This is what Fired when I'm up. back. <laughs> <laughs> my, my, I need another vacation. Johnny, take over. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Mr. Backup's know. going on. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. So what, what, what is the solution, lady, lady and gentlemen? I like the I, I asked, I posed the question about is why are we talk why are we having this conversation? Why do we even debate it when we know what they're doing and why they're doing it? Why don't we just take our ball and go play at another field? So Max Jungle Fiver mentioned that there was we, the We Are Magic hashtag has been floating around for a little while now. I didn't realize that they had a subreddit, and I latched right onto that. I was like. Fine, there it is. Somebody already built the house. Let's go over there and play. And and that's what it, it went. So when that when did that when did the subreddit thing come out from the official page, the TCG page? That this was how was this last week? Last this Thursday? response, the response no, well, happened like a, a day ago or today. no? I'm, well, they, the they did the original one like a couple days ago. Or oh, maybe. Yeah, the content. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. How long ago was the state of the con state of the subreddit thing? Like six days ago. Six days ago. So in about six, it's, these aren't huge numbers, but in about six days, the We Are MTG subreddit went from 78 people because it had kind of died down a bit. Um, to, it doubled. 
it's basically doubled at this point. It's over 150 people there, and for con and it's there for content creators. It's primarily small content creators, but if someone who's like in the 50,000 sub range on YouTube jumped in there and started sharing, that would give it a nice bolstering. And I think uh, Kitchen Table Commander was talking about it on Twitter. We were kind of talking about it back and forth. And he he's like, why do we go for the full 300,000? It's like, we don't want the 300,000. We want the people who are actually looking for content creators, who are actually looking for discussion about this game. So I think I says, I just posted, like, let's go for that 10,000. Let's get the 10 grand in there and just get the people who are actually looking for it and the rest will follow. And that's all there is to it. And it's starting to happen. Like, people are jumping in there. They're posting. They're using it for the purposes of these are content creators. And because they're smaller content creators, they're people like every Like, I we're just a bunch of people making stuff and wanting to share it with the rest yeah. of the people out there. And And... You can walk up if we are at a GP and you walk up to us. Chances are you'll actually get to talk to us. <laughs> Big surprise! <laughs> it's just is it's that like, some slight shade? Slight shade. <laughs> no, so. it, it's it's perspective. <laughs> we're talking about we're talking about basically there are tiers in this community. There's levels like people like the Tolarians. What level the are world. we at? Where where is the three? Look at look at our shows titled and just take a guess. We're a fucking award winning show, so you take that back, you at the very bottom. We're at the very bottom. Yeah. We're the party level. We're the level we're the level where you can go and hang out in lawn chairs and drink beer. So it's fine. You don't you don't need shoes. It's good. You're you're fine down here. We are the show for content creators by content creators. And that's what that subreddit is. The we are MTG subreddit is kind of doing that by content creators for content creators but it's really for the community so it's community driven but it's not it, it i i'm done i'm well, done I, I, with the official page i am well so done. john i don't know if you heard what i said um but we are mtg i really hope that doesn't become one of those dumping grounds for content creators that i see that a lot on reddit where people will create pages like that and i think for people like us who are part of we are mtg we need to make an active effort to try to actually watch the other content and try to comment and post it up, uh, post in there and not just make it a dumping ground for links. No, okay. Because th right. that's I'm... what people will see when they go there. If there's like no comments anywhere. Right. So interaction, we need, we need the yeah. banter we need the interaction. And, and I'm not so, saying yeah. everyone will, I, I'm saying I do. Uh, and I'm saying a lot of people do like a lot of like, even uh, Saffron Olive will, if he posts something and it gets good hits, I see him interacting with, with people even more so on than he does on, on Twitter. He interacts with people on Reddit. Um, I, I think he has a respect for that's kind of where he came up and that's like, you know, his, his roots. And so that's why he, he treats it that way. But to, to go back to, we are MTG. I think it, it, it's, I, I, and I don't want to be the negative Nancy here, but I think at, at least at first it's going to be, uh, it's going to be like Twitter where it's going to be like, we're, we made a thing and I want to tell my friends about it. Okay. My friends know that's great. And all my friends are going to watch the thing I made. And that's, that's awesome. But it's not reaching that 70% that doesn't even know who the professor is. That's, that's the people that kind of go on the main Reddit because there are so many different facets to, to capture. How do we, how do we overcome the speed bump? A major, a major fish has to 
not, I don't know. I, I, I'm gonna. I was gonna say a major fish has to has to make a statement and leave the magic subreddit and be like, you know what? Screw this. In this, in the spirit of what this is supposed to be, I'm gonna go over to We Are MTG and I'm gonna post there exclusively and make a big stink about it on social media. I don't think it needs to be that extreme, but I I do think that a major fish like a like a saffron or someone like the ilk, someone of the ilk, has to come over and start using it to lend some kind of validity validity otherwise it's just gonna be basically a glorified facebook group uh where yeah. we're, we're all just like-minded people and we're all just gonna show each other our own stuff and and honestly i you know that will be something that i'd rather not rather than going to one of these bigger names and ask them and seeing if we can like kind of make that happen i'd rather i'd rather we start posting in this new subreddit and build it up as a resource of information, a resource of you go to this subreddit, you find these smaller content creators, you get to have conversations with them, you get to interact with them in this hub, as opposed to fishing through YouTube or building up that Twitter account, like where you have to follow all these people and you don't even get all of them necessarily. The Twitter timelines just like scroll. Yeah, they've completely fucked that people. up now. It's so it's another it's another alternative for an information hub. And as smaller content creators, we need to have the patience and the perseverance to be there, using it, interacting with it, and then when we get one of these people with fifty thousand YouTube subs, a hundred thousand YouTube subs, jumping and be like, "Hey, this is a lot of fun in here. I think I'm going to hang out in here." That's where we're going to get it, and we got to give it a year or two. Honestly, we got to like yeah. be committed to what we're doing in our own work and then know that this is going to be one of those gradual slow growth kind of things but you know quality growth and that's what it's we a, need to focus it's on a marathon, Wait, and that, a, it's a marathon not yeah. a sprint and that's yeah. why i mentioned it can't just be a <laughs> dumping ground for just links we need to actively try to be active in that subreddit yeah yeah and, and uh someone responded to um Someone responded to to the professor's post, and he's and they're just like, "Well, you just need to make your own or something." He's just like, "Listen, I and, and I totally get, I totally get where he's coming from." He's like, "I'm kind of at the point, and and this is paraphrasing. He didn't quote this. This isn't a direct quote, but he said, uh, you know, I, I'm kind of at the point where other people get to share my stuff, and why would I spend so much time be, becoming a moderator, becoming the thing that I that I hate the most?" Um, and, and having to do this, he's just like, I, I'm just going to go make more videos. And, and I get, once you get to a certain point, it's kind of on autopilot, but, but for, for us that are, that are drumming, that are still drumming up, uh, and, and trying to, to capture, uh, you know, all, all the corners of content creation, whether it be content creators, casual players, uh, all, all the, you know, we're, we're trying to check all the boxes and that's how you get an audience, uh, it, it's it's just rough, and I think it's going to take that that floodgate breaking to bring in these someone that has those people already attached to them. I think yeah. we'll get there. Just it's going to be a matter of time, but we got to, like Zuby said, not turn it into a dumping ground and make it a place where people want to go and hang out and interact with content creators. Yep, absolutely. PK, close close this out. Um. What I have to say right now is, why did Johnny Slivers just follow me on Twitter? <laughs> like, excuse me? Shit. First day on the job and the shade Bro. is real. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You're done. Somebody's in trouble with the new <laughs> co-host. PK, go, go, and, go and look at that list of people I follow. 
and just kind of put those pieces together. I'm chain. I'm deliberately changing how I use my Twitter account. So it's the following. It's just these are the people I work with, and oh, you're now yeah, on the team. Yeah, yeah. Okay. You, so yeah, you work with the Dalai we Lama. This. It makes sense. Is it, oh no, no. If I'm if I'm going to be judged by anyone else's account, I figured he's a good one to have in there. So it's really it's it's really it comes down to I want to be more proactive. Uh -oh, and how them? I engage oh, lists that I'm I do have lists that I go I, I put together some lists and like there are people that I check in on but I don't necessarily follow them but I want to be involved and engaged in how I'm using Twitter rather than just passively scrolling through a timeline so I have changed how I interact with the platform but when I when I went through that change it's like I dropped 90% of the people I follow and it wasn't shade it wasn't a downvote it was just a change in how I'm interacting with the platform so now that you're an official hooligan, it's you're on the team. That's that's my that's my camp. That, there it is. You're on Team Dunning. I follow. Well, okay. You. Oh, <laughs> I have a okay. Team. I'll take it. I guess that's fine. <laughs> yeah. John no, also I likes to kick puppies that. too. So whatever. Yeah, that too. I'm I'm a secretly I'm a I'm a I'm a monster. Cats oh. are better anyway. That's true. Cats <laughs> are better. Yeah, that is true. I it's all totally audible. Good. If I if I held both of my my animals by the paw and like a, a major like chasm opened and I had like Fedor's little oh Fedor's my little stupid chihuahua that's like <laughs> too old oh, I no. had his little paw and then I oh, had no. Sebastian's little paw he's the, no. he's the cool cat I, and I could only save one you, you damn straight I get that cat <laughs> man this is I was joking that's about being awful. a monster this is getting dark that's well, awful I mean. I also play that scenario thinking about my children too, but that's for another show. Um, no more food. Food for you. Oh my that, god, that could be a good D and D one shot. <laughs> yeah, see? we'll say that. My oh, you're, you're giving me. you're giving me ideas. You're welcome. This one's free. <laughs> <laughs> so I'll have to do the hop cop. What's the, the hop cop? Oh, the Dirk hop cop. Sounds... from the producer. Oh yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> Oh, oh God, no! <laughs> What's the hop cop? I have no it. idea what you're talking about. Did you not see our messages? No, he he's <laughs> trying to play it off like that. You're spoiling something for next week. Oh, come on, man! <laughs> <laughs> hey, oh, coach, man. I'm going to be in your area in two weeks. You're going to be in Austin. That's like yeah, still like three and a half hours away from me. It's a lot closer <laughs> than being across an ocean from you. This is true. Hey, if you want to, if you want to make that drive down, oh, be fuck. my guest. I don't even know if I'm going to have time, to be honest. You're so you could go hang out with Sam. He's in Austin. Yep. Sam, oh. who's that? Wow. Mystic Mystic study. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'm not on Austin. a first. I'm not on a first name basis. Sorry. Well, that's, oh, that's I, your problem, <laughs> not mine. I want to say also, um, who was it? That's she used to be on Aether Hub. Try and remember. Oh, uh, Nicole. Not, not Nicole. It not was Battle? the other one. Battlewolf's on the. Uh, I thought she, she was on Aether Hub. She was on Aether Hub. No, cool. I know, but uh, was it Aether? No. Um, shoot, now I'm like, losing my track. But there's a couple of content creators. Have that you been are in drinking? The area too. Shoot, I can't <laughs> remember. We'll we'll get back to it. I'll I'll figure it All out right. later. Cool. Kaya Vess is in Texas, right? No, she's in Orlando. Oh, so you're already yeah, there. She's in yeah. She's like, I'm right here, guys. No. <laughs> Pops up behind me like, yeah. what the fuck? <laughs> Been here the whole time. 
Uh, yeah, I don't know. I, I really had nothing else. I thought this Reddit thing was gonna, gonna carry us longer. <laughs> no, just, uh, no, should no. We, just, should we talk about the MPL drama? What's I going kid, on? I, I kid, I kid. Oh, yeah, no. MPL, and then we'll get into coaches' video. Let's do it. Okay. Kick us off. I don't know what the fuck. What so I'm not even paying attention. So I mean, I don't. Have you guys? Have you guys talked about the whole Yuya Wantanabe um cheating scandal? Uh, no, no, Did, I don't think we covered that. Okay. So oh, yeah. I mean, well, I mean, everybody in Magic knows about that. Um, it's he got caught cheating at the previous Pro Tour or Mythic Championship, whatever the fuck they're called mm -hmm. now. I don't know anymore. Um, I'm so lost and confused with that whole Mythic shit now. And so he got caught for marking his Tron cards. So that opened up a spot in MPL. And then what was it yesterday? Jerry Thompson yeah. writes a letter saying like, hey, fuck you, Wizards. I'm quitting and writes this whole long letter about why yep. he's quitting, how he feels that Watsy has not changed at all in terms of pro play. And it's actually getting worse now. And because he thought joining the MPL, he'd be able to make a difference and change. But nope, turned out to be not the case. And so, yeah, I read that letter too. And I mean, he's got to do what he's got to do. That's all fine. Yeah. But the truth and, matter is, this is a marketing strategy for a major company. Yeah. And, you know, there's the, all I could think with that when I read that letter, I was like, okay, you know, Jerry's got his principles. That's fine. He wants to do this thing. He wants to make this statement. Fine. That's fine. Nothing, any of these pro, this applies not just to magic, but life in general. Nothing anyone ever does makes you so special and so unique that you can't be replaced. So yeah. yes, Jerry Ooh. had a huge name and he brought a lot of names and that's, that's good, but there's always somebody coming up yep. behind you. He's replaceable. So you're talking to a company like Hasbro. They'd be like, okay, have a good See one. They'll, they'll be like Jerry they like who? The yeah. They just <laughs> go down the list. And I, I get the, I get the frustration. I hear it, but I mean, you, I'm looking at the animal that we're dealing with. I, what are you going to do? I mean, it's their house. And Did you see the other part of the drama too? Like about who they added? Just Stevens. I didn't yeah. follow through. That. I just, so, just Steven from Australia, right? Yeah. So the yes. two people they added was Jess, Jessica Estefan. Or Estefan. And, um, yeah, not and then um, the other one is a really well-known streamer called Sa Savage or Sa Savage or something. I, I don't know how you say the name, but Tar does so he shop at Target? Uh, maybe <laughs> Tarjay. So the the really big um, drama behind that that I was reading. Rachel laughed at that joke. That was <laughs> <laughs> that one was for Rachel. Yeah. All right. Sorry. Go ahead. She, well, that, that's why you brought her on permanently. Laugh at my bad joke. My dad joke. I loved it. So the um, they brought him, or a lot of the complaints about why they brought, especially the streamer on Savage or something. <laughs> um, <laughs> <laughs> you fucking say you cannot it. say badgy on stream. Oh, oh, that. sorry. Savich, according to Efren. Um, yes. <laughs> oh my. Saviche, like the the Saviche? raw seafood salad. <laughs> so a, a lot of the the drama about that was. Uh, there's there's really no transparency from wizards or no really yeah. clear defined on how you get to the MPL, right? How, like, why would someone like Savage get on the MPL <laughs> when he's not even really a pro player? Sure. You know, he's a really popular streamer, and yeah, he's made Mythic and Magic Arena, right. but what about all the people who've actually won pro tours and who actually have X amount of pro points? And because 
Jessica Estevan, she has pro points. She has made a name for herself in the pro circuit. That was a great, yeah. that was a great pick. They, they yeah. knocked it out of the yeah. park with that pick. Yeah, I have no problems with her. Yeah. And I've met her before. She's really cool, really awesome. Um, and but Sa Savage, um, oh God. just <laughs> what, whatever, like what a fucking landmine. <laughs> um, stepping on it over and over. <laughs> it's different every time. However you, however you say it, the other dude, sure. yeah. all right? Not like, merchant, not noxious. Yeah. Yeah. Got it. So how, why is he invited? Like he, right. he's really not made a name for himself in the pro circuit. And that's where a lot of people I think are not mad that they got invited, but more mad at wizards where it's like, how, what's the qualifications for you to get onto MPL? There, it, there is none. There, yeah. There's no clear cut. Yeah. It, they couldn't, the, the number one watch streamer for arena can't do it because he can't stop putting his, his foot in his mouth and that's hooglin so i mean oh god they're, they, it's so arbitrary um you know <laughs> I, i'm not i'm not even throwing shade at hooglin it's like it's I a was, very though. well publicized thing that he kind of screwed himself out of the position and you know jerry thompson is great but this is just what he does he he quits these big events to make statements he's more in it for he's doing it for the cause to quote you know no effects uh, he's not doing it for oh, that's so sad to say <laughs> for the paycheck, right? Like, uh, so I think that the MPL was a well-intentioned thing that just kind of got away from them. And I think they, they need, I think already it, it's, it's early enough to where you could blow it up and we could forget about it and put a new structure in place. By the way, I will be uh, interviewing on on the other show uh, on the Hive Mind. I will be interviewing Mayfer, who was the first one to rage quit the MPL because people were so <laughs> shitty to her. She's the number one streaming uh, streamer from from Mexico, and people were such assholes to her that she's just like, you know what? I don't need this. This is toxic and gross. Uh, so I'm really looking forward to, to talking to her and getting her input on this because. Um, it just is. It's just. It just has become a thing, where even when even when they're they're uh, doing firings, like the Owen Turtenwald thing, for a cause, they're not even backing up what that cause really is. And yeah, mm -hmm. and then it's just all hearsay on Twitter, yeah. and it's just uh, and then it's just this weird thing. So it, it's just messy, and again, it, it's in its infancy to where you can throw the baby out with the bathwater at this point and put something else in its place that's less arbitrary guidelines less like a reddit moderator <laughs> oh shit oh boy bringing it full circle just, yeah. just oh to boy. make sure we're just, we've just gone from kicking kittens and puppies to throwing babies out with bathwater we're yeah. really steamrolling through this we're yeah. killing everything i, Kill I think watsy just needs to come out and say hey this is how you get on the mpl you need x amount of whatever and that's it i mean it or or they just need to come out and admit like hey we only really want really popular people on this that way people are like oh okay i mean people may not like it but at right. least say some sort of stance on what the mpl is i think that's what yeah. is frustrating people the most they don't know yeah they want their cake they want their cake and they want to eat it too they want the they want to respect pro players because that's who is making a living and that's who's showing up and and doing all this stuff to further the game uh but they also want these personalities and they and it's that's not a bad thing but put regulations in place and, and be more transparent be like we want 
X amount of this and X amount of this, and this is the criteria to meet it. But once you do that and you have someone like a Hoogland that is the number, you know, as far as number goes, he checked that mm -hmm. box. As far as being a content creator goes, he checks that box. But because he is so abrasive and because he says bad things about Watsy, they won't touch him with a 10-foot pole. That's where it gets weird and gray and arbitrary, and it that's where it kind of falls apart. Mm -hmm. Well, I think, honestly, when it comes to, like, trying to kind of be there for the pros and they're working, doing all this work to like make a living doing this. This is not a shock. Like they're shifting into this different role of marketing rather than promoting the professional players. They have been scaling things back on the pros for years at this yes. point. So no, nobody should be surprised by this. Nobody should, not, none of this should be blindsiding anybody. It can still frustrate people and it can be annoying, but I think we're getting to a point where We've we see enough writing on the wall with the decisions they make with the MPL with the with these new products that they put out like the master master sets and it's just we know what's happening they want that money and they're marketing and, and that's what this is coming down to their job is to make money because every every quarter that goes by you can see the the tendrils of Hasbro working their way into Watsi and you can see the changes happening and how they're doing business this shouldn't shock anybody. They're marketing, they're making the money. That's it. It's a promotional and tour, not a pro player it, tour. It is. It is all promotion. So they're looking for the big names of people they like who aren't saying obnoxious things, who aren't saying racist things, who aren't doing things that just tick them off. And they're going to pick their pieces of cake that they want. And they're marketing with that. And that's it. I mean, and I feel like that's fine, but just have Watsi say, like, hey, this is what it's for. They're okay. not known for that. They drag their feet on statements all the time. That's another thing we shouldn't <laughs> be surprised by. So you, I'm telling you what the animal is. Marketing and money. That's it. Don't let it shock you. And then we can all like find our way to other things that fit what our needs as community members. Because that's, yeah, that's just my hot take on that. I, I, I think that's all I need to say. <laughs> Rachel, do you care at all about this? No, 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 I don't. I do Best not take ever. Yeah. Best take. No, no, but, it, nope. but it's totally true. It's like. No, no, I, I love it, though. I, lo I love the candid honesty. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, if they asked me to join, I would be like, hell yeah, I'll do it. But otherwise, I don't really care. I don't what care if, what if you had to play nothing but blue in order to join? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> hey, that's Tasty's game right there. Or or Demir decks. Zippy I would still do it. Dude. I would still do it. That's yeah, one she's of my like, favorite videos from you was the Demir interview. Pixie is like <laughs> money money talks, money talks. Yeah. I would still do it. Yeah. Sure. Bullshit walks. Yeah. No I'll shame. Sell out. I don't care. <laughs> it's not selling out, it's buying in. To we'll shill food. Punk. Yeah. Yeah, why not? <laughs> no, but, <laughs> for real, it's like People are just either making statements, of, you know, quitting like Jerry Thompson does, and good for Jerry. Like that—that's what he does. He's—he's he's trying to be a, a magic player and humanitarian, and all power to him. He's one of the greatest players of the game and just a, a all-around swell dude. But I don't—it's not like again, like like if, like you said, PK. It's like if I got offered for just being like a a face, uh, you know, that people know, sure, I'll, I'll do it. Like Brian David Marshall, he just quit being essentially part of magic proper and they, he, he replaced Owen. So it's just like, 
you know, the, there are these people that are trying to make these statements and I'm totally down for that, but I'm also here for, if you just, it, this is the way to become a monetized entity with the company, do it. Like, who are, are you an asshole for returning Watsy money down? Hell no. Like oh. I, I get both, both ends of the spectrum. So, <laughs> yeah. Coach, do you care about this at all? Just take the money and run. There you go. There you go. All right. Hey, can we talk simple. about? Can we talk about the um, Japanese art, the alternate art for the Planeswalkers? We can talk about whatever you want. You are a permanent member, my friend. Have we discussed that at all? I don't think so. I've been I've been on hiatus, so I have no idea what these these fuckers have been talking about. If we, I swear, week, going I forward, I'm going to try to swear less. But I'm drinking wine tonight, <laughs> so I apologize. Uh, Sorry. Go ahead, PK. Just your thoughts, anyone? Yoshitaki Amano, I want that freaking Liliana Planeswalker that so, so damn sweet. Bad. It's awesome, right? Isn't it like 500 bucks? Something like Isn't that. It? It, it It's made by the guy who did Final Fantasy art from the very yes. beginning. It's so sweet. I've been having this discussion a little on Twitter. I think this is uh, Wizards quietly trying to reintroduce lotto cards to the standard sets. And this is something I would not, I, I would love. Th this, yeah. this is the kind Wait, of, I'm, I'm, I'm more excited about these alternate arts of the Planeswalkers more so than the Mythic Edition. Absolutely. Mm -hmm. When I say, uh, PK, when I say lotto cards, like back in Battle for Zendikar, they had the Expedition Lands and then they followed up with the invocation, not the invocations, the, uh, what was Kaladesh called? Those the basically the it was uh, inventions the ones so that oh got, the inventions yeah you've got expedition lands you've got inventions in Kaladesh you've have invocations in Amonkhet so when they got to Amon I think I was having this conversation on Twitter and I think what happened was the suits at corporate looked at these cards as all of them being created equal which is not true the the expedition lands were lands which made them highly more valuable in general and because they were rare they they fetched a premium. When they mm -hmm. finally got the Amonkhet, they the look was so bizarre. The cards were hard to read. They minimized the artwork. People, there was just a general negative response to a lot of those cards, and they did not have the demand. So I think what happened was the suits saw the numbers and they're like, "Oh, this doesn't work anymore." And I wouldn't be surprised if Wizards was like, "No, I think the Lotto cards do work, but we have to re, re we have to outfit it in something that will be better received." They looked at the Japanese market. They checked to make sure that the art would be received over there in that market, and then they could take a, something like a take something like a Japanese foreign set and show that it boosts sales in America or wherever mm -hmm. else it was sold. Like even I bought a few packs. Like it, it, we got six boxes at my local. They're gone. They're just yeah. Gone. How much were, yeah. What was the MSRP on the Japanese packs? Uh, just slightly over the regular. Um, maybe how, how much so were they selling them for? I I got like uh I can't read the cards really so I don't know. Um, what oh planeswalkers did you get? I got Vraska and Jangyao. And um, Vra one pack had Vraska, the other had an, had a Vraska assassin token. Oh, so, awesome, man! So you know I didn't get any of the money, but it's like if but they're they can, still cool looking though, right? Yeah, they're yeah. great looking. They're are, not, they, wasn't, are they keeping this in the same uh, print run as they are the regular set or no? Uh, this, this was all. Limited? I think this was all the first. I think this was the the print run for Japan. 
But I think what Wizards can do now is they can turn around to Hasbro and say, look at how much Japanese set piece sold in the U.S. And be like, look, they do work. You just need to make the cards something that people want or chasing after. And even better with the alternate arts, they're standard playable. So they they have they retain more value over time. They're they're valuable up front. They'll be valuable down the road. I think this is their way of like kind of working that system again and trying to get the corporate to be like, okay, sure, we'll do it again. And it's yeah. correct. It's absolutely correct. Uh, it, it's the right way to do it. It's not the right way to do it. It's not to, uh, we're not even going to get into the, the mythic thing really, but the right thing is not to put out these little like couple of planeswalkers with this alternate art, put it up on, on eBay and, and piss off a, a nation of, of people <laughs> like a that, nation. It's not the way to do it. <laughs> not the way to do it they, the way they, to do it is to put lottery cards is to put like no one said like i don't know who told watsi that the whole um what are they called we just said we gave them all the names like the in, the inventions and all that um that that was a bad idea that was a that was a great idea no one wanted the invocations because the border looked bad well, that I think the it. problem with the masterpieces was masterpieces thank you they, they blew their load too early <laughs> Yeah, (laughs) they um, did they though? I don't know. Well, because when you think so, look at the so the first set was Zendikar with all the lands. They skipped Innistrad and then they brought them back in Kaladesh. Right. With the a lot of the inventions were good. There were some duds, and then Amonkhet. The majority of the Amonkhet invocations were kind of duds when you really look at them at all. But it's they weren't duds because the cards were good. They were duds because they were ugly. Well, they not were, just ugly, but there were some cards that on there that were like not very good. I'd have sure. to look them up to see which they were, but they weren't very exciting to get. If that makes any no sense, no one was yeah. excited to open up a dust bowl either. It was, I think, it was the <laughs> same thing across the board. It was you had your duds, but that kind of added to the that added to the tension of opening something. It's like, oh my god, I got the Wonka golden ticket, but this one has literal shit on it. Oh, you know, I'm I'm happy, but I'm not as happy. Um, Where the invocations, everything was smeared in poo uh, because it just looked bad. But I think if they just stayed the course and they just did that, and that was another way to infuse reprints into doing it. It, Tell me. I think the, also the problem with masterpieces, sorry, is um, yeah, no, 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 they no. did they did too many per set. I yeah. feel like may, maybe yes. they need to reduce that to how, how many did they have per set? Like twenty or something it per was set. Lot. It was like so, fifty, I think. So, so maybe just have it bring down to like maybe ten, right? You can do like anywhere between five to ten cards, and that would be that. And you can make maybe the rarity even higher than normal. Make than them what they count. Absolutely. Yeah. Make them count. So that way, when you do get one, you're like, oh, my God, I got the, the mm-hmm. super duper Black Lotus masterpiece. Well, you know? I mean, still honor the, the whatever. Well, you you know what I mean. Though, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it'd still be exciting. Tell me people wouldn't have lost their minds over if they brought masterpiece back, uh, masterpieces back planeswalker edition for war of the spark it would have made a million oh, times yeah. sense it would have made all the sense in the world but no we're gonna do this mythic thing that everyone like come on we told you on twitter not to buy it and you still did it anyways uh but you know people did people bought it people spent the money they didn't get it so they got a foil mythic sheet 
which looks like an emergency <laughs> blanket. That, which, you know, by the way, felt like they were really quick to offer that up, and that yeah. left me really wondering. It's like maybe that it's like that was yeah. too fast. They like they knew they, they knew it. they had to yeah. know that they were going to be running these like this, and and it's just shady. Just it's shady. escalating too. What uh, do I get, Mark Rosewater? <laughs> the next time they fuck up my order, like what, what are we doing? I, I want to foil if only Mark if he's Rose foiled Potter. out. I want to foil Mark Rosewater at my door. <laughs> You know, I don't, I don't know if I'd want that. Yeah, no, I do. I love. I'd, ra I'd rather have a foil Gavin. Oh, oh, <laughs> spicy! It just depends on what you open, right? <laughs> welcome, yeah. Welcome, oh, welcome to Ten Street. Which Watsy employee do you want foiled out? <laughs> uh, Coach, what what Watsy employee would you like a foil of? None of them. <laughs> Not even the rose. Not even the rose Damn. water. Wow. You love Mark Coach knows more past Watsy employees than anyone else. If you've ever seen an episode of uh, of the Card Anthology series, when is that coming back? By the way, every every episode, I'm just going to ask. <laughs> that that that's like your number one question. When does it come back? What what are you going to do? When yeah. when? What are you doing? Your next I book? did just I did just rebuy a digital version of the Brothers War, so I'm gonna have to look through that Ooh. and uh, kind of start the recording for that. Well, this is I a nice know. segue into talking about the the thing that you just put out because Jesus, this is like a Lord's person's wet dream. It is awesome. It's so informative. <laughs> You're attacking like Spice Eight Rack uh, and like Groucho Marco are, are just bringing lore videos in the, and the and of course Sam. Are, are giving these video essays that are just like pinpoint focused on a thing and they just work so well. You are taking an entire plane, like not even like shying away. You're not like, let's talk about uh, El Gratha because that would have been easier. You pick Dominaria, the, the most focal point of all the magic planes in history. Um, and, and you did a timeline about it. So what made you do this crazy thing? And thank you for doing, cause it's, absolutely amazing well the having the first timeline having a big success and with that one video actually put me to where i'm actually getting a monthly like now from google um it was a good idea and and you know like comments from the first from the first video that i did over the, the whole and this is the multiverse um it still had a lot of problems it still had a lot of stuff to where you know, one of the biggest complaints was not having like the numbers up um, or like, you know, certain pronunciations were wrong, which I still like screwed up or like people didn't, I couldn't find like good high quality images. Those were some other comments, but the reason why I want to do this, I'll kind of want to revamp that timeline to make it smoother, to make it better and to do it just for one plane it puts a good emphasis. It puts a good focal point on just one area and talking to that, you know, that place about like a specific, you know, the nexus of the multiverse, essentially like the, the, the basically the plane where most of magic's history has taken place as far as like sets go. So I think that, you know, and, and the plan is to do like a mini series about this is, you know, like the first episode I did over the timeline where it goes over all these like years, just the overall aspect of Dominaria. And then to specifically go into each major land, because there's more stories, there's more minor stories that go into each continent. 
And I think once we get to like episode two, where we talk about Tarissier, I mean, you're talking about the Thrain, you're talking about the Brothers War, you're talking about lots and lots of stuff that happened. So, you know, I want to do like maybe like a timeline episode plus geography over like and, and try to encompass the whole story as much as possible. There's probably still stories that I will miss or not go into as much depth. But the plan is to do like a nine to 10 episode miniseries about like just the total depth of this and just to get a real true grasp of what the nexus of the multiverse is, what Dominaria is actually all about and what actually has happened. What inspires you to make these kind of fact driven videos? Because it's not like you know uh, these other content creators like the ones that i mentioned before kind of use like uh, like levity is is kind of like the trojan horse but you're just like i am the guy that is giving you the facts and i'm going to give it to you for as long as it takes and it's going to be 100% on point and it's it's almost like uh 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 what's the word i'm looking for uh like a, a dissertation uh, of like, like you're talking about these these planes and these characters like they are real people and the level of respect that you're using for the source material is what's so engrossing about it. And it's just like, I, I could sit down to one of these other ones and be like, oh, I am super entertained uh, because they're telling the jokes and it's so funny. But it's like, I listen to your stuff and it's just like, this is like important. And this is, this is where... I could kind of cut through all the fluff and, and go and listen to what actually happened in these fantasy settings. Well, I think like probably a big, probably like two big things that, you know, that I, that have influenced me to do these style of videos is one being a teacher, being a social studies teacher specifically, and just having that kind of, you know, that organ, that mental organization to where, how should this information be pre presented? And then another one, you know, which another show or another channel that I've grew up on for since I was like five or six, ever since I got introduced to TV was the history channel and the way they just have just encompassed like all these different, you know, series and events. And, just you know, so it was a combination of me just being a social studies teacher with having like historical, like a historical background or just being influenced by these historical based like channels so to make it where, you know, you know, try to hit home with the lore, that's kind of the basis that I take with that. And to make it sound more important, to make it where this is more of a serious conversation, you know, laughing about stuff and having joking around. It's always it's always fun, but I think there's a knit there's I guess there's a demand for, okay, what's actually happening? What's like for sure going down? Like what like how do you unravel all this stuff how do you organize the the events of dominaria since there's so much that has happened so that's where i was like getting the basis for was okay like me being an organized person mentally how where do i start and how can i make this easy for everyone else to where people can get super invested into the lore you know that was the basis of you know this video well, whatever you're doing, it's working because, wow. I mean, you're a lot more popular than, than the rest of us. So. No. Yeah, true. <laughs> no, but yeah, it's uh, right planning on doing a mini series for this uh, with the card. But then I'm going to get back to it. It'll probably be sometime in the summer since I'll have more time. 
I did just like I said, I like I mentioned before, I did just buy the Brothers War like again in digital form. So I think we could do the audio for that. You know, probably also in the summertime. I'm going to have a lot of projects I'm going to do in the summer. That way, during football season, I could start releasing them and not really content create. I'm really going to content backlog, (laughs) so I have like a backup plan. So, but yeah, I think the next episode we're going to go over is Tarisir. You know. The Brothers War Continent, the Thran Continent, you know, all the stuff at Latinam with uh, Yavi Maya, with Argive, New Argive, you know, the, you know, which also goes into like Lim Dull and, um, well, I say Lim Dual, people, people say Lim Dull, but uh, just all the like the specific areas. That's yeah, how I, I want to set dual. it up. Dude, what, what do you say? I say Lim Dual. I say Lim Dual. Some other yeah, people yeah, say, say Lim Dull. Okay. It's D U L. It's Lim i don't know but they have that little whatever squiggly line i don't know it's, sure. i don't care i'm You're just a teacher, coach. you should know that <laughs> oh, you, should change your cha- you should change your channel name to uh carbs don't. Te- technical institute <laughs> <laughs> zuby don't assume never assume <laughs> plus i i think you know you find all this the stuff on there and i say that your your channel's not funny but you do make some some Fucking hilarious trailers and ballless yeah. uh, oh, political yeah. ads. Oh, yeah. no, oh! I'll probably do at least one or two commercials during the summertime. Hey, I'm, don't uh, don't be afraid of those because we need to do more yeah. of those. Those were fun. That's great. Well, yeah, especially because, with the election coming up next year. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, I'll figure something out. But Bolas might have to <laughs> run for re-election now that Ugin <laughs> oh, yeah. got him trapped on the. Some spoilers, other plane. Now, the yeah, spoilers from the yeah. prison realm. <laughs> meditation plane. Meditation plane. He's gonna have to. He's gonna have to but, make. But a, Ugin calls it the prison plane now. He's gonna have to make a second. The second coming of Bolus. That'll be a set. Zuby, were you the only one that liked the the novel? I mean, did, well, did you listen to my review? Yeah, of it. I mean, I I liked parts of it. I'll yeah. say that the Ralz um, Eric part. Yeah, me too. No, I, my favorite part was the when Jason Vraska finally kissed. I squeed like a little girl. I'm like, yeah, it finally happened. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, Liliana survived. Bobby Hatch. No, he, 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 he said, fuck Liliana. All right. No, I thought they got, I thought he went back with her. No, nope. I don't know. I don't remember nope. now. I've been drinking. Did, did you even read? Did you even read the book? I mean, I read something that looked like pages, no. Zuby. Don't worry about what I'd be doing. <laughs> Should I do an audiobook rendition of it to make it more interesting? Please, no. You're better than that book. Uh, Am I? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, it's that's so well, much better than that well, book. Well, hey, Coach, do it in but, your Richter accent. There you yeah, go. God, <laughs> yeah. that would be people's ears would bleed. It would be so I, I, good. I, would, I would listen to that audiobook if it was Richter's accent. Yeah, me too. I'm going to have to like practice that a little bit more and just keep watching Will Ferrell being the uh, <laughs> Nazi sympathizer in the producers because oh, that, <laughs> that was kind of the pace that took. That wow. was so, oh my God. That Coach's videos so double as ASMR because his very white voice is just so, I, I'm true. telling you, just eat, eat, a, eat a bucket of nugs and you will get a million subscribers. Dude, I, <laughs> my kid showed me that in class one day, just like when we were like, uh, when we were going from like a PowerPoint to like the stuff they were doing for like a project and they showed me when I was like, what am I listening to? 
it just made my ears hurt so much. it made my eyes hurt like oh my god <laughs> the combination was just awful like why do people actually watch this wait it what hurt. It, it asmr it hurt. or a specific one no just asmr like in general just you didn't like, like especially it? the ones with people eating stuff it just that hurt my eyes and give ears you, like, and everything in the back it, is, it is pretty weird yeah I, lo I love the asmr uh videos where they're shuffling glossy sleeves <laughs> what? Thank i don't you. even want to know I link in the Matt's description sleeve. below <laughs> Oh yeah. wait, wait, wait! That that was yeah, that was that Pixie. Was I forgot she did that. Yeah, that dude. Straight up me, yo. I forgot about that. Yeah, she, th there's been better videos. Pixie secretly loves glossy sleeves. <laughs> no, I hate glossy sleeves. They just fall all <laughs> over the place. I can't. And you love islands. Yes. No. Yes. Well, glossy looks like sleeves I'm gonna have to, with pictures of islands. Looks like I'm about to look into a summarization of War of the Spark and maybe do something to do something to make it to give it some redemption because if it's if the book's that bad like we need to we need to recover the story guys so, so uh, the, do it the spoiler so season was like, a better did a better job of storytelling than the, the novel did i mean mm -hmm. from what i've heard at least in the behind the scenes type is the the writer was given like just like a vomit worth of information sure. about like how to write the story and had so little time to write it. And this is what we got. And yeah, the, the, the no I think, I think mm -hmm. the biggest problem with the novel was the, they didn't get the prequel story out in time because this novel assumes that you've read the prequel story. And there's a lot of parts where that you you're reading. You're like, wait, they mention events that happened prior and they're like, wait, what the fuck are you talking about? What is this? You know? And right. that that's one of the biggest issues with it. Well, that's going to be a natural challenge when you're trying to put, you're, they're trying to reinstate a novel type product. When we're have a, we have a storyline that's moving way faster than you really could yeah. write a book. It's the reason they got away from the novels in the first place. And, well, it's, and kinda, it's tough. Yeah. It's just, it's a real big challenge. And th that's why if they really want to get serious with this story is they need to like plot this out two, three years in advance and give these authors enough time to be able to write the story. A at least because we're not asking for the next, you know, greatest work of fiction here. We're just asking for at least something decent. Right. I, I, I'm, I'm not not asking for a great work of fiction. Th this IP is so underutilized as far as other media platforms go this need this requires uh it has such a rich history it requires a great novelist and great filmmakers and that's what it should get it should it, it costs two two cents to go put your things up on netflix at this point netflix yeah. will, will pay for anything and i know that that's kind of the the predominant rumor and you know there was like screenshots spoiled that is probably happening some kind of netflix show and it needs to it's an embarrassment that magic the gathering has not gotten uh its ip put into another media form uh when we're about to get uh the the ugly dolls movie like are you kidding me yeah uh, and you you make a really good point of that because when you look at D and D, I mean, yeah, the there was the old D and D cartoon and then the D and D movie, which was a travesty. But when you look at D and D as a whole, a lot of its media, a lot of the books, Forgotten Realms books, uh, Dragonlance, um, you know, the Spelljammer and Eberron and Planescape and all that, all those different realms, and those books are wildly popular as well too. Magic, I mean, Magic does have some popular books, but overall, I mean. 
you're not going to find them still on the stores nowadays, not like Forgotten Realms or Dragonlance anymore, you know? So yeah. we sort of need that for magic. We need magic to be able to break through and instead of putting their stories online, which no one can find on the website, you know, keep making yeah. the books, but make them good though. That's the problem. They, I, I don't know. They haven't had a readable novel since Kamigawa that like even the Theros story, they, uh, they had well, the, Theros was just online. It wasn't, it was, there was no, it was, oh, is that true? Yeah. No, well, you're, it was. You're, no, you're right. thinking of return to Ravnica was the last like published novel. No, Theros had Theros had a published novel because I read it. Did but they it? didn't? Yeah, they didn't do it like they used to do it. Like wh when they had like original Mirrodin, they would make a novel per set where Theros was the entire culmination, and it just came uh, as disjointed. And they hired one of the creative team members to write it, and, and good. Like that's great that 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 person got a chance to be a novelist. But the story is just the IP is just too important at this point to give to a person that's not prepared to do it correctly um and i think that you know magic the gathering is just worth hundreds of, of millions of dollars at this point it doesn't mean that that's what hasra wants to spend and, and nor should they but they need to to put a little bit more of their resources and this, this is a whole other show right like they yeah, need to yeah. to use they need to use their resources in in better facets uh where the you know you, whether it be paying artists in something called a magic fest and not a grand prix um, to, to go sell your, your magic experience or to pay a, a correct novelist to, to do it. And, and, to, and to be fair, like this guy, I, I don't think he had a chance because like you said, Zuby, like they gave him this much wiggle room to make a story because everything was already baked in. Everything was yeah. already like it, point A to point B is done. You could have Dak Faden, because he died in the trailer and he doesn't get a card, make an arc. <laughs> okay, cool. I yeah. made an arc and that's all I got to do. So, you know, besides like things that are inexcusable, like like Spice 8 Rack said, uh, uh, Connor said, where, where it was like spelling errors, the guy didn't have yeah. a shot to, to make a novel and, and that sucks. Yeah. And so. some grammatical errors too. Yeah, so. yeah, for real. But, um, but yeah, that, that's our, I mean, we, we proverbially, uh, I can't even yeah. pronounce things anymore, blew our, blew our load as far as magic news goes. Uh, but I, is... I will say one positive thing <laughs> yeah. about the novel. Coach, uh... <laughs> Coach I, is... I will say, okay. yeah, he's mute. But oh, okay. I will say one positive thing about the novel is I like the potential future of where magic novels are going. I'm glad that we're going back to a printed form instead of it just being nothing but a weekly story online. I, I'd rather wait for something like a novel and maybe just get some backstories of some certain characters weekly. And, you know, and maybe what they need to do is get the novel, make sure it's decently written, and then maybe release it, maybe not at the same time the set comes out, maybe a few months after or something like that. I mean, I, I know marketing, they want to release it when the set comes out, but sometimes that doesn't always happen. Yeah. You know? uh, I don't know. I, I like the week to week things, but that's either way. If you're going to do that or you're going to do the novel, just do it correctly is, yeah. you know, there, there is definitely there's, what, there's what, potential. 
Yeah, there's well, what the trailer showed when it went over like 10 million views on YouTube in the first day, uh, whether you liked the music or not, Zoobs, uh, <laughs> it, it was it was it showed that people, even non magic entren entrenched people, wanted to see this IP on screen in some whether it be animation, live action, or what have you. People want to see it, people will pay to see it as far as like. I don't, I, I don't think people are going to really like pay dollars to go see it in the theaters because that's what uh, Star Wars and Avengers are for, but that's a whole other topic. You know, the state of, of the movie theater at this point, state of the cinema, but people will definitely be happy with their Netflix subscription going towards something like a magic series. And I think that yeah. it's such a big IP that it needs that kind of breath to do. Um Unless, you know, I mean, HBO is hurting for a, a series at this point. You know, we're, we're one episode left to Game of Thrones. Throw money at, at Hasbro. Put it on there. Brian Cogman is the one that wrote Game of Thrones uh, as far as for TV goes. And that's the person that's in charge of adapting it to um, adapting magic to the silver screen or whatever screen it shows on. So uh, pay the right people. Do the right thing. People want to see it. Let's get it done. Um but let's go around the horn. Uh, like I said, this is 10 Street Hooligans 1.5. This is the new beginning, and this is even going to be more of a new beginning next week when all the, it, it looks shiny and new. Uh, sorry that we couldn't do it for you this week. But Johnny, the producer, um, how does it feel to not have to carry the entire show? It's a, <laughs> like a dream. <laughs> you just got to drink your scotch. <laughs> it, it, it's it's uh it's nice to sit in the captain's seat. It's nice to take a break from it. So it's definitely I'm happy that I got to do it, and I'll jump in again. Although it might not be as fancy and shiny with the OBS, I'll need help with that. <laughs> but well, hey, we'll get there. We'll get there. We'll get there. Uh, coach from the bizarre card. <laughs> <laughs> Purposely screwing me up, man. Come on, dude. All right, so everyone can find me. I, oh, wait. Oh, I got something going on. Okay, so Ooh. basically, Whoa. I know. Oh. <laughs> All right. I was, gonna, so, I was about to say wave, Rachel. Yeah. Hi. Oh, anyway, so y'all could find me on the Carbazar YouTube channel. I've also recently redid my Patreon stuff. So basically, what I'm doing is. So some of y'all know I do the 3D printing stuff and I got to the point where I made six tier levels and I'm going to change this up a little bit to add like magic cards if you don't want a 3D printed model by any chance. But anything past $2 on my Patreon stuff, um, you know, you know, $2 will get access to the Google Drive with all the stuff that I have for D&D. &D. So Zuby, you might want to check this out. If there's something you want, I'll probably send it to you. Um, some of the stuff like looks like this. I've made cavalry units, but there's also some other stuff that I made that I've just been busy with. There's like probably about 400 to 500 um, units on here within these folders in between 23 or to 25 different races. Um, so I've been doing that. So if you want to become a Patreon member to have access to that, and then past that, five dollars and up, you know, I'm sending you either a miniature or some cards. I'll probably send out pictures on that very soon because I know there's some people that wanted cards instead of um, like the miniatures, even though I could do like the soldier tokens or whatnot. Um, but you could also find me on anchor FM right now on this little, um, this is 
all basically for the Anchor FM. I have the Thran audiobook ready to go. Just look is up that on Star. iTunes? No, it's, Anchor. I, it's on it Anchor, on which Anchor? I think is on iTunes. It's all I know for sure. It's on Spotify. Oh, okay. Um, but if you want to go to those websites, um, it's Anchor it FM. It is on so iTunes. Car Bazaar. Ooh, and then dude, so for the writing. patreon it's the car bazaar uh yt and then also my thingiverse page i just uploaded uh three new things actually four new things in the last two days um my friend reagan who we're doing a DD deal with she's a female samurai which is right here and then i finally got to where i can make um i fixed up the double bladed uh warriors so here's the things i made and they've been getting a pretty good amount of hits but you could also find me on Twitter by going to coach at the Car Bazaar CC. And that's all I basically have, everyone. So y'all could find me there. So for self-promotion, that was the last time we saw Coach because he just got banned from the show. I did just get banned from the show. <laughs> it was worth it. No, but apparently you you just booked yourself a, a ticket on uh, constructive criticism on Sunday. So look out for that. Uh, I guess Coach is going on Spencer's show. On, that's what the chat said. Uh, now, the, the the last time that we'll ever see PK as a, a guest on the show. It's so sad. So uh, let's say goodbye to PK. Yeah. Bye, PK. Thanks for Bye. having me, everyone. You can find me on my, t- on my Twitter, PKP underscore magic, and my YouTube channel, Pixie Kitten Plays. But it's really dumb, so just don't even bother <laughs> with it. So... <laughs> This is so, why we hired her. Yeah. Um, and so Efren said in the chat, Ooh. I think you guys should all end the show by saying something positive about magic since the show has been an hour of complaining except for coaches segment. Which was excellent. Become Tolarian Community College. Oh, remember that part. About magic, excellent. Yeah. But uh, yes. um, But yeah, no, so I just wanted to say something positive about magic, and it was just it's just the community and it's it's just this silly little game that we all play and all of these people that I have met and made friends with and all of the hooligans that are now my friends and everyone in chat that's now my friend that I never would have met if it wasn't for this silly little card game. And so I'm just thankful for everyone. I'm thankful for this game, even if it's sometimes crappy, it's still great. Absolutely. Um, Welcome aboard, my friend. You are, this is why you're here. You're a breath of fresh air. Um, I'm so happy that you agreed to this and I'm sorry at the same time. Uh, <laughs> Our no, condolences. My condolences. Yeah. I feel like we've, we've gained and lost someone at the same time. Um, <laughs> no. no, but I, I, it's just saying something positive. I'm going to jump the line. I'm going to say something positive. Something positive is, being able to trick you all that I've made a show that you are okay with investing your time with. I mean, I am just this dude uh, that shouldn't have these incredible people sitting with me tonight or in the chat or ever. Uh, And I am just so thankful for the community and from top to bottom, from, from the very bottom Person or fr- from the person that's starting a channel today to the professor and, and Spencer said shots fired. I, it was tongue in cheek uh, saying that uh, negative Nancy, you just get so much shit for being negative all the time. But no, I, I mean, I, I love Brian. I love everybody like top to bottom. It's just fantastic. And the fact that 
especially the people sitting with me today and that have sat with me is just a crazy ass blessing that uh, you all enjoy hanging out and you enjoy watching it. And just thanks for that. That's my, my positive thing. Sorry for if we, if we were super negative tonight, um, we just, I think it was just, we hit that kind of, uh, there was a lot to unpack. There was a lot to unpack. Right. Uh, Zoobs, uh, where can everyone find you? And, uh, and so glad that you're back, man. Uh, back in, 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 back in the fold, (laughs) uh, the shit wears on you. And and I'm glad that you fought through it. Um, and yeah, yeah, there was definitely some personal demons that I needed to confront. And, um, it's I and I'm going to be doing a different sort of approach with my podcast and it's not definitely not going to be a weekly thing anymore. It's going to be I'm going to be trying to focus on what I want to do instead of feeling like I'm being forced to do something every week. And um, like the rest it, of you fools. <laughs> <with this show. laughs> no, and, well, no. And that's why I also mentioned that I want to try to start writing adventure modules. It's yeah. I, I'm. I'm working on that. I'm researching it, learning it when I have time. Um, and it's coach. I need to get with you on that because I've already started writing. I'm halfway done with one and I'd love to get some of your input on it. So I'm just waiting for the invite. So you could, so we could, <laughs> we could do this together. I'm still yeah, trying man. to do research for the D and D economy with my college professor. So yeah, man, but uh, magic with Zuby can be found on the followings following on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and TuneIn Radio. You can find me on Facebook.com slash Magic with Zuby, on Twitter at Magic with Zuby, on Instagram at Magic underscore with underscore Zuby. And you can reach me if you want to email me with any questions you may have at mtgzuby at gmail.com. Perfect. Uh, Johnny, are we doing D&D next week? <clears throat> I thought that was the plan. That is Woo! the plan. You're going to so... see all these fools. Again, and I control their lives (laughs) in that. I'll be winging it big time. (laughs) Same bad time. Same bad channel. Uh, (laughs) You can can find me right here on this very channel. They said we said you could uh, support the channel by going to cardsphere.com because they are simply the best place to buy, sell, and trade your paper, magic, the gathering cards online. You could head on over to inkedgaming.com, enter promo code HiveMindMTG, and receive 10% off your purchase. Uh, Or you could use PK's uh, promo code, which is... Uh, Pixie10. I'm <laughs> <laughs> not good. prepared for that. <laughs> and you could also use Zuby's promo code, which is... Fuck. Um, I think it's... <laughs> <laughs> what if that was the promo type code? That in. That's the best promo code ever. Um, I think I think it's Zuby10, maybe? Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, that's what it is. Totally is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't type yeah, in the first it. one. That's a dirty Easter egg. Garcia <laughs> <laughs> is also awesome because you could go over and check out Johnny Sliver's articles because he just freaking slays on that site uh, with oh, his articles yeah. on EDH. From time to time, I think I was happy to see that Narset. I like when I evaluate. I did my top seven planeswalkers from War of the Spark just through the lens of EDH, and like they all had to be something that affected board state. I was happy to see that Narset is making waves in Legacy, or. Modern really? or basically Narset. Oh, shit. Think of it this way Narset denies card draw to your opponents and basically filters for removal. It's she's yeah. do, apparently yeah. doing work. So uh, I didn't think I, of that. Yeah, that's true. 
I, you know, I only looked at uh, those cards through how are they affecting the board state in EDH, but she made number five on my list and she's doing work. So I was pretty proud of that. I was like, yay, I'm not making everything up. <laughs> this makes me realize that I don't know shit about card uh, evaluation because I'm like, Ashiok is the ish and that one's Ooh. like, okay, it's fine, but Ashiok uh, is a limited, monster right? and limited. Oh yeah. my god! And in this, in War of the Spark, that you can bounce. There's a lot of bounce removal, so you just bounce Ashiok and just mill your opponent out. It's dirty, yeah. so dirty. Uh, eventually, I guess the, at the very end of the episode, I, I could. We're, we're trying to figure out. Spencer is so Spencer from uh, Constructive Criticism is just so patient, um, and you will not only be able to find uh, the Hive Mind episodes on on podcast form, but I, I guess I could announce that we're going to be putting Tin Street on podcast form as well on that on that fantastic website. So uh, thank you, Spencer. Thank you for being patient. I literally am. Trying the best I can. <laughs> so much to do. Uh, but yes. Uh, but yeah. Come back. Watch us. Uh, support us on Patreon. Do all the fun stuff. Uh, do we have a sign out? Let's do finger guns this, this week. Yeah. <laughs>